Welcome to Imperfection in Training. I'm Priyanka. I'm Maddie. And we're just two 20-somethings somewhere out in the world asking, what is art? What is life? What is the, the universe? universe? Hi everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of Imperfection in Training. This week we are going to be talking about adulting advice. Um, so not really so much in terms of giving adulting advice because I don't know how Priyanka feels but I certainly do not feel qualified to do that. <laughs> I think I may have just made Priyanka spit some of her tea out. <coughs> Apologies. <laughs> if my sarcastic laughter were not evidence enough I do not feel qualified to do this either. Yes. I, so, I, and and I, was, I was spitting out the tea, not at laughing at the fact that Maddie said that. I was spitting out tea at the prospect of my giving you adulting advice. So that's where we're at for today. <laughs> yes. So this will not be us imparting our own adulting advice, mostly because we don't have any. But rather, yep. we'll be talking about where do we come across adulting advice? How do we decide whose advice to listen to? How does that tie into like pressures of like whose advice should we be listening to um and things like that so I feel like I have a lot to say on this topic so I'm super excited and also, for it what sort of things what are the um ways in which we evaluate whether advice is like relevant or not and like what are our systems for that because I think that could be really interesting too yeah yeah so Priyanka where do you feel like you see like or come across most of your adulting advice Honestly, mostly from what I call fully grown adults in my life. <laughs> I know a, exactly. There's... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know I'm technically an adult because I'm over 18, but I look like a real adult. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, precisely. There's a few of them that I definitely go to. I And I can think of, I can think of three fully grown adults. I actively seek out their advice. And one in the process formation adult who I also seek out his advice. That in the process formation adult is my, is my brother. So that, that's why he's in the process formation because he's of, of formation. In the process of formation. There we go. I can words. Because he's, he's, I mean, he, he's actually a really smart guy and has good things to say a lot of the time. The reason I go to him for advice though for certain things is because he's very, he is now very good at just saying when he doesn't know enough to say, mm -hmm. which I appreciate. So... But yeah, so I think mostly, honestly, mostly, anyway, to uh, cut a long story short, um, mostly fully grown adults, uh, sometimes books, I think. Uh, I think, for example, I know in the last episode we talked about OKRs and goals, and I think some of the things that John Doerr said, for example, were really interesting to me, and I think things that I took to heart. Oh, if I have, like, teachers, like, as and not necessarily, like, teachers who are sitting down and teaching you how to live your life, but music teachers or dance teachers or whatever, every once in a while, I think someone always has something. But I think typically people, you know, and, and I think, and also, and the books that you read, <laughs> definitely for... The books that I read and then for... take photos of. <laughs> interesting paragraphs and sent to Priyanka <laughs> <laughs> which I love I oh my god guys this is the cutest thing I always go to because I'm in India and Maddie's in Berlin um I go to bed earlier than they do and I always wake up to really cool quotes every single day it is the best thing <laughs> so I always wake up with some food for thought for the day and it's amazing I love it <laughs> I'm glad I can help. Um, I feel like that leads quite nicely onto the places that I generally 
um, yeah. go to for advice, which I feel like is quite different. I feel like I don't really have very many mentors in the like traditional sense of I don't really have family members who I go for to for advice or like teachers who I go to for advice. Like I feel like I've never really been one to open up about my personal life to any sort of teacher, whether that's like an academic teacher or like an art or like music teacher or something like that. Like I just haven't ever had those relationships with them. So I feel like definitely most of my advice comes from like content, like either that I'm reading. So like definitely books. I mean, I read a lot of like self-development books, but also as well, like from fiction books. Like I think that I mean, I think I'm definitely at the moment at least more into nonfiction than fiction, but like I can definitely, like fiction I think can definitely, like it definitely has the potential to be as like thought provoking and things like that as nonfiction as things that are more explicitly about like how you should be living your life. Um, and then podcasts, I love podcasts, I listen to them all the time. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where we got the idea to make a podcast from. Yeah, while who... It'll always be a mystery. Um, <laughs> and then also YouTube as well. I feel like I'm very like into YouTube and follow a lot of kind of like, yes, a lot of like personal development focus channels, but then also just like vlog and like vlogging and lifestyle channels. And I feel like kind of seeing how people are living their lives. Um, but I feel like one of the like pitfalls that I fall into with that is that oftentimes the people who are like, writing books or like making podcasts for a living or making YouTube videos for a living are all very like entrepreneurial and have very entrepreneurial lifestyles that I find sometimes like I don't really quite know how to like fit them into my life as it currently is but then also in terms of like real people who I know like I feel even more disconnected from them and from their advice in terms of specifically like family members being able to understand like what kind of advice is ever really like useful and things like that so I think that's also I don't know it's interesting I know that there isn't any like adulting manual and I don't particularly want that to be because then we wouldn't figure out anything for ourselves which would be no good but I do feel like I haven't ever really had like this is coming off as very like woe is me <laughs> which I don't mean it to because like I think it's a good thing like I think it forces me to be independent and more creative because like I have to put the work in to be like how does this apply it's not just like told me and I think that like everyone has to do that and I think but like I think that for me it's like easier because it's clearer that that disconnect is there whereas like when something is coming from someone who like should know you I could imagine that it would feel harder to see that disconnect because it feels like that the device should be smaller on one hand it's difficult but on one hand I'm also like very grateful that that disconnect is there because I feel like it makes it harder in a good way to apply things to my own life so I have to like abstract it a little bit and like only take certain parts from it yeah definitely i just people hold a really high importance in my life let me put it that way and so i've definitely struggled a lot with the exact thing that maddie was just talking about of someone who should know you maybe doesn't know you as well and because they should know you you assume they're correct about something i've definitely done that multiple times and it's taken me a long time to figure out when their advice is relevant and when it's not when to go to them, when to not, and sometimes to recognize that their advice can be more about them and that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean that there isn't part of the content that may be useful to you, but that doesn't mean that all of it necessarily is. And to be able to be discerning for yourself, I think, is really, for myself, is really has been really important and it's been a good learning experience. Especially when it comes to people like my dad. It's interesting because my dad has known me 
obviously my entire life. And I would definitely say he knows me very, very well. As with all relationships, we went through our own ups and downs and there were times when, see, in, in certain ways, my dad has always known me better than almost anyone else has. In some ways, he hasn't known me as well as other people have. And, but the thing about giving advice to someone is that they don't exist independently of different contexts. And so when you give advice to them, you're giving advice to them inclusive of all those contexts. And so if someone in your life doesn't understand one context or doesn't know one context, that's fine. But when, as the person getting that advice, you have to be cognizant of that. And I wasn't always. And so I would assume this advice being given to me in this context without knowledge of this context, therefore impacted this, this other context that was impacting me, I feel like that just became very confusing. But net-net, what I'm trying to say is that my dad is a good example of someone who always, I mean, I will say this, he always did have good advice. That advice wasn't always necessarily relevant or maybe good for the situation, but it was good advice objectively in terms of there are other situations in which, in which it was good advice. Let me put it that way, which is also not the same as objectively, but here we are. And so because I knew that in other situations this was good, but perhaps in this situation it was not, and because he was unaware of this other context, that advice wasn't always as helpful as it could have been. But now with our relationship having been changed, um, having changed as much as it has, and with our relationship being more open and all of those good things, I think his advice is also, it's able, like he's able to be more helpful to me because he's able to understand the different contexts within which I'm working, which I think is super important. And I think while thinking about adulting advice, that is something that, because I'm, the only reason I'm stressing so much is because I just, it just crystallized in my head. So I'm trying to sort of work through it myself. It was exactly what, and it was because of what you said, Maddie, as per usual. But, but it's just that you have all these different contexts that you're adulting in. It's not like, it's not like you do, like my work life doesn't exist independently of my romantic life doesn't exist independently of my family life doesn't exist independently of whatever, my artistic life. All of these things connect with and impact each other. And I am at the center of all of those lives that I'm living. Um, and so advice in one can carry over to the other but impacts on the other also carry over to you and, and like are a part of you. And so to keep all of those things in mind and having those moving pieces in mind, I think is super important because, um, because ultimately anyone who's giving you advice, anyone in this world, 90% of the time probably has less information about your situation than you do. But that is also why it's so important to be, be as honest with yourself as possible. No one should be able to tell you, no one should be able to, I think this is, and this is really, 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 really unbelievably hard. But I think it's so important to work towards a place where no one can be more honest with you than you can be with yourself. Um, because that is the only way to really be truly discerning of whether advice is helpful or not. Um, because how else will you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, and I think that also like, I think it's interesting because I feel like in my head when I was thinking about like the topic of this podcast as like adulting advice, I was thinking about that in terms of a quite like narrow focus. And now like mm -hmm. even just throughout like the short conversation that we've had so far, I'm realizing like, oh, like it doesn't really make sense to divide things in that way. That's not really like adulting advice and life advice because like guess what if you're an adult you're uh, alive like you're living <laughs> that means that adulting advice <laughs> is life advice <laughs> and in terms of that like I definitely I feel like I well actually I don't know if I take advice from my friends I think I'm really bad at taking explicit advice um it is not something that I 
enjoy but I think especially because it's usually not something that I find particularly helpful in that I as you spoke about last week I'm definitely a questioner I don't really respond very well to things like coming externally and I feel like advice like I can't take on board someone's advice without having done that whole like without reaching that conclusion by myself because I don't understand the why of it so but I feel like there are definitely people in my life who inadvertently give me advice by helping me to clarify my thoughts and so like I know that it isn't necessarily what people would classify as advice because it wouldn't really look like that as Priyanka or Tyrell or like a handful of other friends like telling me what I should do it's more than like asking me like why am I doing something like what am I doing like what am I getting from it like asking me really good questions like helping me to come to my own conclusions and I think that like that is in a way a form of advice it's just not as like explicitly advice and I think like if you know, you have anyone in your life who is more of like a questioner and they don't really respond too well to that. Like that's maybe a tactic you can take. I know that that's like been super helpful for me as like my friends have been doing that. And I know that like I respond much better to that. And I think it has also then like allowed me to build a degree of like comfort and trust with people where I am able to ask them explicitly for advice because then like I know that that's what I'm opening myself up to like I'm not getting unwanted advice um which I think is really important and I also um so I've been on a bit of a like Brene Brown kick recently if you don't know she's a super famous podcast on vulnerability um she is a shame and vulnerability researcher and also a fantastic speaker and writer and I'm reading her book Daring Greatly at the moment and then last night I was in bed recovering from my cold and feeling a bit sorry for myself and I was like you know what I'm gonna watch Brene Brown's talk on Netflix because this sounds like the kind of thing that my brain can process right now (laughs) no character names to remember no plot to remember lessons that I'm somewhat familiar with because I've already been reading her book and something that she talks about is how First of all, the idea of whenever people say, I don't care what anyone thinks, like firstly, that is complete and utter rubbish, which I totally agree. I hate it when people Mm -hmm. say that. And I know that when Priyanka and I met, she said this a lot and it irritated me so much. (laughs) But I also wasn't like mature or like self-reflective. Yeah, but I also wasn't like mature or self-reflective enough to like know what it was about that and to like be able to express that. And I feel like her like writing Brene Brown's writing has really helped me to realize that like the aspect of that that I think makes it false for like basically every single human is that like we are hardwired for connection with people like if we don't Mm -hmm. care about what other people think there's a problem I think when people say or when people want to not care what other people think I think it more comes from a place of I don't want what other people think to affect my sense of worthiness and I think that that is a great thing to strive for and I think that that's like totally separate but she said that something that she did especially as she's had to face you know a lot of like online criticism and things like that is she made a list like an actual list of the people whose opinions matter to her and then anyone who's not on that list their opinions don't matter to her and I think that that is such a great idea in terms of if someone like if someone is a total stranger they don't know anything about you you don't know anything about them their opinion probably isn't super relevant like their advice for you probably isn't super relevant however you know like if my partner says to me hey I don't think that you're acting in the way that you want to be acting right now like 
I need to take that seriously because like mm-hmm. they know me and love me and care about me and I think and like she makes a specific point of saying everyone on that list has to be the people who like love you because of you as a person not in spite of anything about who you are yeah. and the people who will tell you like I think you're being a bad person right now and I'm gonna stand with you through it while you fix it like those are the people who you want to have yeah. on that list and I've been like meaning to do that but the reason why I haven't is because I'm scared to confront the fact that I don't think I would put my parents on that list and I feel like that's like a big thing in terms of like your parents are supposed to be the people whose advice you heed whose opinions really matter to you who know you really well and I think that I've never been vulnerable enough with my parents to allow them to know me well enough to give me advice that is actually applicable to my life and like yes that's on me but I also don't want to change that I have no Mm -hmm. desire to change that and I think that's where this like societal expectation of like who should be giving you advice really Mm -hmm. comes in because I think especially you know I think there's this idea that like oh if you're not taking advice from your parents it's because you're just like angsty teenager who like wants to be rebellious and I think that like yes that has definitely been the case for me when I was an angsty teenager who wanted to be rebellious (laughs) but that isn't the case for me at the moment at the moment I like see the viewpoints that my parents have and I see that their idea of who I am is just so far removed from who I actually am that they have no chance of giving me applicable advice and it's not their fault they just don't have they don't have enough data you know (laughs) to make any conclusions but then like it's really hard because like everyone is telling you like everyone has this idea that like your parents should know you and I think like should in general is just like a not very helpful word but especially in terms of yeah like whose advice should matter and things like that I think it can sometimes be difficult to it can be difficult and like really scary to confront that no absolutely and I think I think the other hard part with that is that it's it's then when you confront the fact that what should quote unquote which also I have such strong feelings about the word should I think it's such trash I think as in I think too many people use it too frequently without actually understanding its implications and having enough knowledge to use it at all for you to know what someone else should be doing you have to be a certain level of omniscient that's sorry but 99.999% of the world is just not so but that said and society is definitely not but (laughs) that said I think the other part of confronting that is also like at least for me, there were definitely times where there, there were points and phases in my life where that was true in terms of my relationship with some part, some folks in my family. And so I think what's hard is that I, at least for me, I felt guilty and I still wanted to take that advice, even though it didn't really work. And so it was hard because it brings up so much more guilt and it brings up all of these complicated emotions about something that net net is not about the other person. I mean, think about it this way. This is a conversation I've had with a few people, Maddie, my dad, my brother. I get really irritated when people give unwarranted advice, as everybody does. But the reason I primarily get irritated with it, after the fact that you just didn't ask for it, is that 99% of that time when people are giving you advice, if you haven't asked, it's because they want to help you, not be of help to you. And how I differentiate those two things is that they want essentially all their, their person you're really helping. So even with me, and I've absolutely been, I have absolutely been um, guilty of this, where when I've given people advice, it's because I wanted to be the person that helped them. I wanted to be the person that had that responsibility. I wanted to feel good about myself as the person who helped in the situation. And it's like, 
sorry, hon, the situation is just not about you. And I mean, and I had mm-hmm. to remind myself of that and learn that and stop being so self-centered in that way. And instead try to focus on being of help to someone where you ask them what they need and you know that anyone who has the same information can provide the same help that you do theoretically. Now, when it comes down to it, no, they can't because the reason you're friends with that person is because you connected in a certain way, you have a certain quality, they came to you for a reason. All of that is fine and good and well done, whatever. But you have a certain set of experiences that maybe manifest that differently. But net net, for me, it's been really good to learn to come from a place of anyone who has this amount of information should theoretically be able to help the person to the same amount. So to, to basically detach my involvement with that helping, right? And the reason that's important mm-hmm. is because it's the same way when you're receiving that advice. That's what really bugged me about unwarranted advice is everyone wants to be the person that helps you. No one wants to actually do what's helpful to you. People have recently asked me, I mean, over the, anywhere over the last few months, I have people who I've worked with in different capacities, been friends with in different capacities, who have just been in my life in so many different ways, who will come and ask me, say, oh, I really want to help. Tell me what to do. And you start them off with something small just to say, oh, just do this. I know it sounds silly, but it'll be really helpful. And they don't. Sometimes it's because they forget because they have a different habit, which is fine. So you remind them a couple of times. But eventually, if you have to keep reminding them to do so the thing that they claim they so desperately wanted to do, they didn't actually really want to do it, which means they didn't actually really want to be of help to you. And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's another really interesting intentional part that it's important to suss out intuitively. Who wants to be of help to you? Who wants to actually benefit you? And who wants to just kind of do what I call emotional masturbation, which is probably a bit of a crude term, but essentially feel good about themselves because they were the person that gave you the advice that worked. Because that doesn't mean it's necessarily bad advice. It just means that you, at least it's not, it may not be bad advice, but it's, I don't know, whenever it's been the, the kind that's not really been helpful, it's been because the person just wants to feel good. And so it's not really relevant, it turns, as it turns out. Yep totally totally yeah and I think that like also especially like in the context of like explicitly advice I feel like it can also like especially when there's just like differences in context between people so I feel like with parents the most obvious difference is like generational differences and just like what has like so much has changed in the world Mm -hmm. that like can like yes that distance can be super helpful and can like be a new perspective but then also sometimes it can mean that advice isn't relevant Mm -hmm. and it can be difficult to balance like all the different aspects of taking advice because it's not only like are you going to do this thing and will it benefit you it's also like will taking this advice or not taking it hurt or help my relationship with this person Mm -hmm. so then it's not just as clear cut as like whether you think it's the right thing to do like it has a lot more has so many more layers than that and I think that just like makes it super complicated and that makes it especially complicated when someone is helping you out of just like ego Mm -hmm. and just like like you said wanting to be the one who helped you Mm -hmm. as some kind of like status symbol versus like actually being helpful yeah yeah Yeah, I feel like that's such a good way to like distinguish it and yeah it's so useful and especially because on one hand I totally understand this because I love helping people and things like that and I love the idea of being a mentor and like using my like life experiences to help other people who maybe feel similarly or feel different or can benefit by that in any way I mean that's why like to some extent we're making this podcast right Mm -hmm. but I feel like what you said about like that shouldn't be about you like it should be the people who you're like in service to Mm -hmm. 
I think are such an important thing to remember. And I feel like especially like when it comes to like helping people, it seems like a very like noble aim. Like, oh, I just want to help people. And I think it's so important if like for me, that really is like a driving force for me. And it's something I have had to wrestle with is like, is that because I want to be of help or is it because I want other people to think that I'm a good person Mm -hmm. because I help people? And like, that's a scary thing to ask yourself when you're not sure what the answer is. And I... And, like, it's scary to feel like you have to ask yourself that, like, every time you're giving someone advice or, like, trying to help someone. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's definitely been times where I have been acting out of a place of, like, I want other people to think I'm doing the right thing. And I have had to, like, engage with that part of myself and, like, realise that it's not about me. So, in an effort to practice what I preach and, like, be super vulnerable, but also because I think this is, like, a really good example of, like, showing that... So when Priyanka's mom was first getting sick and Priyanka and I weren't that close, but we were like in the process of becoming much closer, I remember like specifically having this thought, which like is so terrible to admit, like I feel so ashamed of having thought this, of I hope that, like I remember thinking this, like I hope that nothing bad happens because I don't think that like I could basically like I don't want to not I don't want to have to deal with that but like I don't think I'm able to like support a friend going through that and like my like that was my first thought and it made it like totally about me right and like that's a really like not great thing to do Mm. but I think because I was like I don't know how because I feel like I was like not even like super introspective at the time but I think I think because I felt that it was just like such a terrible thing to think and like to be so selfish in that way that I was like, okay, but you realize that that's making it about you and it isn't. And so like, how can you remove yourself from this? And I feel like that's the thing is that like, if you think that you're immune to thinking something is about yourself and if you're like immune to the effects of ego, Mm -hmm. then you won't ever be able to like look at that and acknowledge it and then move past it. Whereas like, because in that moment, like, I think that I was, like, I don't know, maybe a little bit, not shocked, I think that's too strong a word, but just a little bit, like, taken aback, like, oh, Madeline, I think that that means that you're kind of a bad person (laughs) for thinking that, because it was, like, so jarring to me, I think it did help me to, like, take stock of that, and to realize, like, that is, like, ego, like, that is making it about you, and you shouldn't do that, like, this is not a situation that calls for that, not to, like, toot my own horn and be, like, oh my god, I'm so great, because, like, Clearly, you know, but just to be like, I think that that's an example where like, I could have then gone into that and tried to like be super like reassuring and optimistic because it would have made me feel better and made me feel less uncomfortable. But I would have been helping myself, not helping the person who actually needed help. Yeah, for sure. I also did not know that. And just to put it out there, you were potentially one of the most helpful people to me through that entire thing. So just... It might have been a rough start on your end, but I don't know. Your being there for me really cemented our friendship. Yeah, so. but I feel like the only reason I was able to do that was because, like, I was able to see, like, ego for what it was mm-hmm. and, like, realize when something was helping me and when it was helping you. Yeah, and I definitely. think that, like, that's super important. Yeah, for sure. Both, what, like, both in the cases of, in this case, giving and being helpful or giving advice or whatever I don't think you ever gave me advice because that was not a situation in which I needed advice from anybody but um, mm-hmm. definitely just supporting me um, but also definitely important in terms of factoring in and discerning whether advice is helpful to you as well um, as you're receiving it 
for sure. Yeah, and I think, and you know what, it's, it's interesting because I know when we started, we were talking about, oh, who is it helpful to get advice from? How is it helpful to figure that out? And I think it's also interestingly turned a lot into how do you make sure you are being helpful to someone and how do you make sure you can discern when someone is being helpful to you? And I think that's so important. All of it comes, like, net-net is so important because if we think about adulting advice, like, what is adulting, right? It's essentially the best that I understand it. It has nothing to do with age because I've met 50-year-old adults, quote-unquote, fully grown... 50-year-old humans, let me put it that way. 50-year-old humans who are <laughs> as mature as... Who, who are less mature than five-year-olds I've met and 10-year-old kids who have a head on their shoulders that is honestly astounding. So really, adulting is just living an authentic life in a way that meets people where they're at and needlessly hurts no one, is kind of how I like to think about it. And, and, and it's responsible, and it's all of the boring things that you never want your life to be. It's responsible, it's sensible, it's practical and adult and mature and it deals with your emotions and all of those things but the thing about adulting though is like the thing about adulting is that it doesn't have to be you're never going to be I mean, I haven't met anyone who's like this and I'm definitely not like this I mean, I've never met anyone who's all of those things every minute of every day all the time that is not possible and I think that's the other thing that often is hard for me with people who give me advice about adulting is that they can often come across as a bit self-righteous which is why I've been really careful to just start asking people for advice and then being very clear when I don't need it but when people I one of the things I cannot stand more than anything is feeling patronized not necessarily being oh, patronized, but feeling patronized if someone starts giving me advice when I haven't asked for it especially when I haven't given them enough information to give me any advice that's helpful my first instinct is to snap at them and I don't mean snap with words I mean literally like snap at their nose because I just want to get them to stop talking because I'm so irritated and I feel my irritation in my fingers I don't know if that's weird but here we are um but it's a very quick rising irritation that also the thing about that irritation though is it dissipates as quickly as it rises so the minute I say hey just to let you know I'm not looking for advice I also haven't told you enough for you to know what advice to give me most of the time people are really good about being oh thank you for telling me that I didn't know that's super helpful and just stopping and immediately all that irritation dissipates because it's literally on the surface which is also an interesting exercise I think to move past that and see what happens and to not be so affected by something but that's that's a me thing not a, anyone else thing anyway uh, isn't not anyone else's problem it's a me thing to deal with I'm sure a lot of people go through the same thing but but that is also a really good thing to remember with adulting is that um, sometimes I think it's important something that used to frustrate me a lot with people I got advice from was whenever I'd see them not behaving in line with how they were you know the do as I say not as I do thing it would really bug me because I felt like they were being so self-righteous or um, I had felt so patronized or I had felt so trapped or cornered or had fingers pointed at me or whatever that if I caught them in even one moment of weakness I found it really hard to ever take them seriously again which is really not fair to them or to me because firstly I'm depriving myself of advice that could have potentially been good and the, I mean granted I'm thinking of very specific people here because you have to be of a certain level of closeness with people for it to, for them to impact you so deeply I feel um, including like even with Maddie I think there have definitely been times where I've had this thought Maddie I don't know if I've ever told you this but I've definitely been like oh 
Maddie went on and on about this thing, but they're doing this, so I have no idea why I should be listening to them. And really, I should give them a good talk, and we should sit down and talk about this and this and this, and then I'll go on about this rant for like half an hour in my head, and then come down from it and sit down and kind of mentally give myself a small slap and be like, Priyanka, just shut up. Just it's not necessary. You're not actually mad. You're just and a lot of those times, again, it's the ego thing. It's my ego being irritated or bruised at the fact that someone could get to me and be right about the fact that I wasn't doing this thing when I wanted to believe I was. And I think, but I think that's where I think with advice and accepting advice, and I'm, I'm sure giving it to, well, I, I mean, I'd be wrong if I said I've never given advice in my life, but I really, you only pass on advice you get, right? That's how this stuff works. I don't think I've ever come up with something solely by myself and said, I mean, there's definitely things that I've tried that have been work for me, but I, how do you, you we're all connected we're all we're social networks yeah none of us network. exist in a vacuum yeah and like when people i've i've genuinely always say i say this in a way that's not gloaty people have told me i give good advice but the only reason i if I, if that is true if that is in fact the case and my advice has helped it has been because i have gotten good advice in the first place that i've been able to pass on and, and gotten good advice in the right situations more importantly but the thing is that you have to have some amount of compassion with yourself i feel like if you're ever because if i were to beat myself up saying or beat that like not physically but beat that person up uh for saying oh they're being a hypocrite because they're doing this and they told me to do this other thing and so obviously they can't be listened to or or beat myself up because i can't follow their advice to a t or beat myself up because i am being egotistical or whatever then that entire interaction of either getting the advice and trying to be better kind of becomes pointless because then it becomes about something else again. I think one of the most important, so I think what I'm trying to get at is that with advice, when you start involving other layers and other peoples and other egos and all of that, you have to remember the purpose of why you're doing something. You have to keep that intention clear. So you keep their intention clear and you keep your intention clear. And if you can't, if you cannot do those things, then you need to be honest with yourself and tell the other person, I know you have good advice, but here's what I'm feeling right now. How do we get past this? So like in the case of my father, that's actually been something that's been super helpful where he also is really good at reading my face. And so he can start telling when I'm getting to a place that's defensive or getting to a place of something. And so he's gotten really good at doing this thing where he'll stop what he's saying and ask me, I get the sense you're feeling like this. Is this true? Can we work through it? Whatever. And we actually sit and work through that because the fact of the matter is that if he doesn't do that, nothing he says will register for me. And the same thing of like, if he times a certain type if they're like so with him they're typically like two three different parts to his advice if he times one part so let's call it part a b and c if he does like a b c it has a certain effect if he does b a c it has a certain effect if it does c b a it has a certain effect whatever go through all those permutations combinations um sometimes there have been times where i've needed a different order than he's given it to me and so i've had to call him up later and say hey i know what you tried to do but it would have been more helpful to receive it in this way and blah 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 and so you keep going back and forth with the people who you want to have on your list of people you go to advice for um because they have to, to know how to help you they have to know what is helpful in what situation which comes back to the thing of being honest with yourself but with that honesty is compassion both to yourself and to the people around you who are trying to help with again with that intention of you don't forget your intention of purpose of being helped and you don't you have to be aware of what someone else's intention is i read this really cool thing not read this really cool quote there's i mean i did see this really cool quote that i try to remind myself of a lot is that if you truly want to learn don't be surprised if someone tries to teach you and i try to think about that all the time and remember that just because it doesn't come in a way that i want because i think i know what i need which is also not always the case like if i truly want to get better at something if like i really really want it from 
from like from my heart from very intentionally then someone out there is going to try and help and they may not say it with the most refined words they may say it crudely they may not use words at all you i have to be aware to it i have to try it so like you can never bring bring i feel like getting advice isn't as passive as it often comes across as it's such an active thing where you have to bring yourself to it in order to actually benefit from the whole process otherwise i mean i don't know you're just setting yourself up to not really be as happy as you could be with it yeah yeah and i think it's like like i feel like learning to take advice and learning to accept advice is like its own like whole skill set and that's something that i actually like i really really admire about you is that like i feel like you're so much more open to hearing like really hearing and like really listening to people's advice than a lot of people are and like yes you're human you feel defensive and all these things but like you'll always but like even when you really don't like a conversation that you've had with someone or you don't like the way that they've approached it like you keep it in your head and like it stays there like permeating until a time when it is helpful and I feel like that is only the case like because like that like is still this like really big part of you that like is open to that and that's definitely something that I don't know I really admire about you and I feel like is also like one of the things I love about that friendship is that about our friendship is that I feel like I like can learn from you because I feel like I'm not like that in that way like I I'm just not (laughs) at the moment (laughs) and that's like another thing of like advice doesn't necessarily need to look like someone telling you what you should do it can also look like someone showing you what they're doing and you realizing like hey that's an like attitude I would like to learn to embody yeah, so you're sure. also someone who I get adulting advice from. <laughs> and as Priyanka looks like she's going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I feel the same way about you. There's cool. a reason where you're one of... Th- there we go. Ha! Sorry. But also not. You're like, there's a reason. Anyway, whatever. There's a reason. Wait, there's a reason what? Of, there's a reason you're one of the few friends' names that my family knows. So I'm literally always talking about you and what I've learned from you. <laughs> Well, my mom literally once asked me if I had any friends at college other than you, so. <laughs> so we're on the same page. Thanks, For the yeah. record, y'all, we have a lot of other friends other than each other. I just, I feel like it's important to put that out there. <laughs> we're very close and we value each other deeply, but we do have other friends and lives outside of our friendship. Exactly. And now, before we end up just, like, becoming emotional wrecks, maybe we should... <laughs> wrap it up (laughs) yeah um thank you for listening to this week's episode i know it's so funny because i know when we started we had a certain image in our head and as it turned out it turned out a bit differently than i definitely anticipated same it going yeah (laughs) which i think however to practice what we preach is very on point to what we talked about last week in goal and process oriented things in terms of not trying to set a certain picture and kind of just seeing where things go Mm -hmm. um anyway thank you for listening we hope that was helpful in any way we'd love to hear your thoughts hop on over to our instagram at imperfection and training uh we post twice a week we have quotes that we love and yeah and specifically leave a comment on the on today's instagram post letting us know what you think of this week's episode like who do you get advice from how you decide what advice is good and what advice isn't. Yeah, oh my God, we would love to hear that. And we'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts, if you maybe you've had similar experiences, if you haven't, if you maybe disagree with both of our systems of like valuing things and evaluating things and then tell us what your system is because that's the whole point of this, right? Um, forming that community. 
anyway thank you for listening we look forward to hearing from you um see you next week bye peace out much love thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of imperfection in training we'll check in again next week same time same place until next time